the college experience week 14 DFS lineup on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by my MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience week 14 DFS style. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and we are picking DFS style lineups. It's been a lot of fun so far, but let me welcome in my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking homebrew making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? How we doing this fine day? Well, I'm doing better. Cause I just saw UConn beat USC, which I was on UConn. And then I I'm looking good in my La tech college football play against North Texas. Hope the listeners tuned into my solo podcast previewing that game and telling you that I think La Tech would at least get it 40 points. They're at 42 currently. And it looks like they're going to, they're going to run the clock out here. Um, I had, I had North Texas covering. So uh, I think I'm gonna get that one wrong. One of the few that I get wrong, but this is a DFS pod and you called me the DFS God. I might need to give you that title now because you were red hot last weekend. I think if I'm, if memory serves me correctly, you won the Friday night and the Saturday night slates. And I think you won a college basketball DFS one too. Is that not correct? I did. I did. I did look, you know, last week was my week, dude. I had East Carolina. I know where this isn't DFS related, but in general, I was on fire in the gambling world. Um, uh, East Carolina, 12 point dog. And then uh, Oregon state, which opened as a 16 point dog, but I think I got it at I got it when they were a, a 13 and a half point dog. But um, I mean, yeah, it was a great weekend for me. I went like nine and two in college football or no, I went like 11 and two in college football, 11 and three, I think. And then I uh, had some great days in college basketball. I think I combined went nine and three ATS college basketball. And then those DraftKings things, I was on top of the planet, but that's why you subscribe to, uh, to the college experience. That's and that's right. why you, you follow NC Nick and pick Dundee on the, on the Twitter. I sound like well, uh, I sound like George W on the Twitter. 
<laughs> on the interwebs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to do it again. And obviously look, this is our college football show. We, we, we uh, are working with the format for college basketball. I'll put it like this. If you want to play college basketball, DraftKings, we're going to have plenty of opportunity for you to do that. The hard part is producing a show for you because maybe later in the year when it'll be easier via DraftKings, but they give us the players so late that by the time we could record the show, the games would be happening. It just doesn't have a shelf life long enough to be beneficial for us to do it on the podcast at the moment, but we are going to be playing those games. We are at the mercy of DraftKings, So uh, you got a connection over there. Tell them to get their shit together and publish their slates earlier, the better. So we can talk about it. We can digest it. Yeah. We can offer our insights, our very valuable insights and, uh, and win some money. Um, Hey, uh, I kind of already alluded to this. Why don't we do, why don't we start out with the uh, shout outs, uh, this, this, this podcast, because I kind of already mentioned it. How about that? Yeah. You want to talk more about me? I got no problem talking about me. All right. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. (laughs) Friday night, you won, uh, Joel Meyer. Actually, actually, actually last week was kind of weird with Friday. We actually had like a full day of games. It was almost a full slate. So you won the Friday slate. Joel Meyer, our, our buddy, uh, came in second. Saturday afternoon, Mr. Scorpio wins it again. He won. That's two Saturday afternoons in a row. Mr. Scorpio has has taken home the crown. So you, you see my big Saturday, ups. You see my Saturday night. I won with that lineup of Jeff Sims at quarterback that we were making fun of me. I went <laughs> oh, with like, you, you're you're getting ahead of myself. Okay, okay. Let me uh, you know, YC Punks also was in the money in the afternoon slate, and uh, hey, but that Sims pick was a. A very nice, uh, you know, uh, pivot there for you. Not a whole lot of people, uh, you know, rostered him. So well done. Yep, you won the uh, Saturday night, and then Wolfie came in second. Uh, and and then we go to uh, when was the college basketball when I won Saturday or? Uh, I won the opening one, which was Wednesday last week. I think you won the following day. I think you won the Turkey day one. I did. There's so many contests. There's so much going on. It's a, what a beautiful yeah. time of the freaking year, college football, Look, college basketball, yeah. I guess NFL throw that in there too, but there's too much shit to keep track of. And this is the college football pod. So I only had the college football ones prepared. So yeah, well I was, win- all I know is I was winning everywhere. All right. <laughs> a true, a true winner, <laughs> a real Munson. Uh, yeah, exactly. Now Friday night, this game, it sucked for me. Uh, I did a preview pod on Boise state and UNLV. So, and, and here's the best part about working in this business is uh, I drop this, this podcast and about six minutes after I drop it, the game gets canceled, right? Now the fun part is, is still a lot of people listen to it, which cracks me up, <laughs> but now we only have one Friday game, uh, which is a, a big one in the sunbelt between Louisiana Lafayette and app state in Boone, North Carolina. Beautiful Boone. Well, actually also the Southern Miss UTEP game is canceled. So originally there was three games on Friday night. We're down to one. But uh, hey, man, fun belt Friday night. Boone is a great college football town. We uh, we witnessed a game there last year in person. I recommend it. Anybody that can get to the western side of the state in North Carolina, do so. 
Isn't um, that crazy that that was last year? I feel like I've lived 10 years. It Which, seems like a long time ago. It seems like it was like three or four years ago. That's how long 2020 has taken. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it's crazy that that was just 12 months ago. Um, yeah. So we got one game still, still going to play this game. I think my lineup's better than yours. So uh, hit me, hit me with your, uh, who, who you, who you making the captain here? Yeah. So it's show. Is it, so with, with one game, it's a showdown. So you have a captain and then just straight flex players. You can roster whoever the hell you want. So uh, yeah, my captain, I'm um, going app state, I'm going the running back. I'm going Cameron peoples. Uh, he is uh, what? Uh, 13.5 K ding, ding, ding. You got to, you know, the, it, it may be inclement weather. They're calling for rain possibility of a mixing to some kind of uh, wintery mix or something. I think the, the ground game is, is where you want to focus here. So uh, Cameron peoples. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like I said, they're calling for, they're calling for rain. At one point they're calling for snow, but if it's rain, you know, I don't think it changes the difference here. I think it's going to be a heavy run game. Uh, and I think that's the advantage that app state actually has. Also, that's another thing is like app, this app state team's got a stable of running backs that are just really good. So, um, but don't sleep on the Lafayette's running backs either. Cause they got a couple guys who can, who have been around a while, you know, they got talent, they can make some plays and also their quarterback can, can take off and run too. So that's, that's why the spread is so low and that's why it should be such an intriguing ball game. Uh, well, speaking of that, my first utility player is the raging Cajun running back. I like the running backs this game. I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell. He's been uh, he's been a stud for multiple years now in in Lafayette. So uh, he's their bread and butter. I know that they, they do have uh, two backs that really get the, the, the share of the workload with, with Ragas. Um, but I'm on Elijah Mitchell and uh, it's at 9,800. How about you? So, so is that your second most expensive player? No. Okay. Well, uh, well, I also have Elijah Mitchell. You mentioned Ragus, and he does get carries, but Elijah Mitchell is the mo- the more talented back. Uh, yeah, this guy is electric. He's, I mean, yeah. Look at looking at his stats here. The dude goes over 100 yards, you know, with at will. Um, so I expect a big game from Elijah Mitchell, focusing on that running attack. So I'm with you there. So so far we got both of the starting running backs for both for uh, either team. Who is so so who is your second most expensive person? I I ended up uh, going Zach Thomas at at ten thousand eight hundred. I want to Levi Lewis, but look, he's on the road. You're if you're a Louisiana boy, you don't know about this cold weather up in Boone, <laughs> North Carolina. All right, so I, I I took Zach Thomas. I I I think now he was actually one of my later plays. Uh, cause I wasn't anticipating grabbing him, but then I had that much money and I was like, you know what? I got to take one of these quarterbacks and Lewis right. is over exp- is more expensive. So I went Zach Thomas. Well, th- we're three for three, buddy. So hopefully um, things differ <laughs> with our fourth selection. Uh, let me see. Let me see. My, my fourth most expensive guy is a wide out at app and uh, their number one wide out Thomas Hennigan at uh, 6.4 K. Yeah, nice. I went away. We don't. Ha- I don't have him. So there we go. Okay, finally. Yeah. So uh, you know, I know it's it's you know it, there may be rain, but you know after rostering the the top running backs, you, you got to dabble in some receivers somewhere. And starting with App's top guy, I think is a good place to start for me. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I wonder how many balls will get thrown this game because of the weather. 
So that's why I loaded up heavy. I went with, uh, I also have Ragas on the team. I spent 8,400. I have both ULL or Lafayette running backs. I also have two app state running backs. Now I'll, I'll get to that when I get to that. Damn. You went heavy ground game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, my third guy is another receiver, but this time on the raging Cajuns. And that is their white guy in the slot, Peter LeBlanc. Uh, you know, if you're going to take a receiver, it would make sense to go more the possession route. If weather is going to be a factor and um, this guy catches a lot of balls. So uh, yeah, give me Peter LeBlanc, Peter LeBlanc at 5.4 K. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, and my last running back is a guy that, you know, we watch live uh, He's 5,800. I know they are so deep in the running back field, but Dietrich Harrington has been banged up recently. So I know they said he might play, but uh, uh, I'm taking Marcus Williams, 5,800 to uh, look, this guy still has 54 rushes, 376 yards two touchdowns on the ground. He's also been solid in the, in the passing attack. I mean, not solid, but I mean, they they've gotten him the ball some, but um, so yeah, I took a shot on him counting on him being the second string running back. But even if he's third string, he might get some carries. He's, he's talented, man. I, I was expecting a better year. You know, we, we saw glimpses last year and the dude broke off some long runs. I think he's a playmaker. I'm kind of surprised he's had a quiet year. I'm, I'm surprised he's been the third man on the totem pole. Uh, but I, I think it goes to show you the depth and the quality of running backs at Boone. He leads but, the, the team in yards per rush. Yeah. I, he, he's a home run hitter, you yeah. know? So obviously you're hoping that he hits one of those dingers, you know, Friday night and Hey, he just might. Um, all right. So my last guy didn't have a whole lot of money left. It's a little bit risky taking a kicker in you know where where weather may, may be a factor, but usually the safe plays a, a kicker is going to get you at least a few points. So I'm going with App State's kicker Chandler Staten. Uh, you know, if I mean, if you want to, if you really want me to break this down, he's been over 10 fantasy points a game his last two outings. So uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, he'll he'll kick a few extra points, maybe a short field goal. He's my cheapest guy. Just give me a handful of points, I'll be happy. Yeah, my last guy. I went cheap. Uh, I went tight end, six sixteen hundred dollars, buddy. Henry Pearson. He's their top tight end at App State. Ten catches. He actually is second on the team, tied for second on the team. He has as many touchdowns as Thomas Hennigan, Nick. So you're getting <laughs> you're getting Thomas or Thomas Hennigan for that price. Uh, he's got thirty three catches. But Henry Pearson, uh, their top tight end, 10, 10 catches on the season. He's got two touchdowns. I like him, especially in an ugly game where, you know, the wind and the rain and the, 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 the sleet might be coming down. You can, you can find that big tight end for when you go play action after all those runs. So hold on. Do you, do you not have any wide receivers on your roster? Uh, well, he's a tight end. So, I mean, he's, I he, okay. But he, do you not have any receivers? No, I do not. <laughs> That's dude. That I, I mean, you're, you're banking on really bad weather. Which I'm, I'm not. Last time I looked at the, the forecast, it was going to be about 45 and light rain. Hey, I'm I'm no weatherman. <laughs> I'm no, you know. So maybe it, it worsens and and the conditions are really bad. And and if so, then I would favor your lineup. But if it's not that bad, you know, it is 2020. College football is about the passing a game as much, if not more, than the running game. That's why I I found a little room to have a couple receivers here. 
Well, I mean, look, the tight end. I mean, dude, this is still going to be. What's the key to winning this game if you're App State? Controlling the clock, running with your stable of stallion running backs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing it. What? 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 what uh, I'm seeing what 40, 45 degrees or something. Yeah, dude, forty-five degrees ain't that bad. I mean, Rain. Shit, come on, you talk, talk, Once you get south of of forty, then you're talking about okay, you know, especially if you you have a team coming, you know, north or you know, not that North Carolina is that dude, far north, yeah, but, but a, it is in the mountains. Wait, it's and a it does high. get cold and it does it can get snowy and these boys from from you know Cajun country they might not be used to that, but forty-five ain't that bad. Check this out. Check us out. This is a high of forty-seven. This game is at night, buddy. Okay. All right. So, All right. And here's so, another hey, angle. You know, w- w- when we were there last year, it was pretty chilly and it was a, a cold rain, you know? So, uh, and, and uh, you know, it was, it wasn't Louisiana Lafayette. It was, Lu- it was Louisiana Monroe who, yeah. who was nowhere near as good as Lafayette, but app state put it to him, especially on the ground game. So, Hey, hold on. I'm going we'll to read you according to boonweather.com. Ready? Friday <laughs> hit me with it. cloudy with uh PM fog, right? Rain developing in the afternoon. And as Friday night, uh, as colder, late, colder, late Friday night changed to snow showers. Boom, buddy. I told you it's going to well, dip see, down. That is why the only receiver I took for Louisiana is a slot guy. I didn't want the deep ball threat, you know, because really, I mean, the, you know, they're going to have to pass the ball some. And you're going to want that guy making quick cuts in and out of the slot where he knows where he's going. The defender does not. So if anything, sometimes the receiver is at an advantage in inclement weather and this the is, receiver I took from app state. He, he's a senior. He's played in Boone for four years. I don't know where the hell he's from, but he's played in Boone for four years. He's used to this weather. He can still put up some numbers wait, also. But we were uh, in dude, Boone. This, this sounds like great football weather. I'm getting pumped. Yeah, exactly. It is football weather. Damn it. And that's, that's what I want to see, but hold on. Boone, I went to Boone last year. Is there an hour? Is that an hour difference than 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 you in Raleigh? No, no. Boone so, is so that means zone. it's an eight thirty <laughs> kick, huh? That's an eight thirty kick for them. Okay, all right. That's late at night, dude. <laughs> well, if you're old with a couple of kids like me, it is. But I mean, eight thirty isn't that bad. I mean, come on, these are, you're a college kids, and this is nobody. They're pre-gaming at eight o'clock. They're just getting their, their first forties down 10 mile an hour winds. I'm all about it. That's not bad. Shout out to (laughs) boonweather.com. If you're wrong, I'll kill you. All right. I'm going to send you some hate. Um, Okay. uh, I I like my lineup though. I can't wait to win more money. All right. I can't believe you're, you're, you're coming at the, uh, at last weekend's champ. All right. (laughs) It's easy to see a tide turn, right? Uh, just one week. I'm back this week. I'm back, baby. Um, all right. Well, let me, let me, before we get to Saturday slate, I think my favorite slate, by the way, is Saturday night. It, traditionally the past couple of weeks, it's been Saturday day, but before I get to it, I want to tell people that the college experience DFS show DFS football show is brought to you by my I hope you guys feasted on the my bookie Turkey day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250 it was basically a free shot at trying to, you know, double your money. If you can't get on that, what are you doing? Seriously? What are you doing? Now is the time to get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boost lightning deals and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs and college football invitational right around the corner, we know who these teams are. 
We know Ohio State does not belong. We know they are capable or what they're capable of. They're capable of canceling more games. <laughs> Fucking around. But uh uh look, but honestly, it's not difficult to find some values in the lines. If you saw my week last week, if you just tailed me on those picks last week, I found that. I found those lines. All right. Whether you're a first-time customer or been playing with uh, my bookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid, people. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table card slot games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at my bookie, the doors never close so you can continue to build your bankroll. Even after the stadium lights have gone out, make the right play and sign up today at my bookie. And when you do make sure you use that promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. Yeah. That means if you put 200 in, they'll match with another hundred in your account. If you're already planning a bet this season, this is like free betting money. It's winning season at my bookie. So come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Only at mybookie.ag. All right, here we are. What was your favorite slate, though? I would say the. So actually, it, it was going to be the afternoon slate until I learned Coastal Carolina and Liberty got canceled because I w- I had at least a guy or two in that, and I was feeling really good about it. I had to make you know some last minute changes here, you, which you, you saw know, what happened can go though, either right? way. Uh, but I feel really, I feel pretty damn good about this afternoon slate. So let's just dive in, man. Hold on. But you saw BYU is now traveling to coastal Carolina. Yeah, but it's not in DraftKings. I understand so I, that. I'm, I'm very excited to watch the game, but it won't affect DFS. Unfortunately, I want to watch that game more than any game this whole season, man. And, and kudos and, to uh, yeah. kudos to them figuring that out. And I thought it was funny that I don't know, some, some reporter, I, I, I retweet some college football analyst was like, Hey, if, cause there's talk that Michigan's going to cancel the Ohio state game next week. And they're like, well, Ohio state, I wonder BYU should just play Ohio state next year or next week. Not, not next year. And I'm sitting there like, I love how Ohio they're saying state would not accept that. But, uh, it, well, also what they're suggesting is that there's a playoff. They, they just won't say that. Right. So I'm right. like, Oh, yeah. or you could just do a normal thing called a playoff. <laughs> where, where we would see these matchups. So what you're saying is you'd like to see BYU coastal Carolina. And then you'd like to see BYU Ohio state. Well, if we had a large playoff, we'd see that. <laughs> you know, I saw something funny on Twitter. Also, I think it was our guy um, XFL Jim. Is that his name? Yeah. He mentioned something like these are, this is great that these guys are, are scheduling games with like, you know, a few days notice. So why the hell are teams scheduling opponents out like 10 years in advance? Yeah. I hate yeah, that. It, so the one thing this year might do is this year might just drastically change how things are done, how things operate. Like even next year, if say, you know, BYU or app or Liberty or coastal is in somewhat of a similar situation where they're on the outside looking in, they're getting the the short end of the stick from the playoff committee and they need to, they need a, a win to boost their resume. Teams might just like leave weeks open. And then, you know, schedule it as the season goes. I think it's pretty freaking cool. Actually, if, if that happens, I don't know, uh, you know, well, I, maybe, maybe this is just a crazy one-off year, but I think things could potentially change because of this year. I hope so. That's what I've been banking on. And I hope the FCS plays in the spring every year, but um, 
the only thing I'm I would be like scared of is like I was like Cal UCLA game happened on a Sunday, and apparently Cal I think was scheduled to play Arizona State and UCLA was scheduled to play Utah, and Arizona State and Utah had COVID, so Cal find found out late Friday night I think it was around six p.m. Friday night in LA or on the West Coast, um, and they were just not prepared for chip Kelly's offense. They're like, dude, we didn't get a practice. We didn't, we had a tra- That's a travel day. You know what I mean? Well, Saturday's so a travel it, did day. The, did the conference dictate that or did they choose to play it? I think they choose, uh, they chose to play it because they, they, they needed, I mean, they already had another game canceled. So they, it's, it's like, are, they, are you going to have a season or not? Yeah. The money yeah. is, the money is so good that you can't, it's almost like the, the, the reason with Fuente, you know, a lot of people are calling for him to be fired and, and I get it. I get it. But at the same time, like they played a lot of games that a lot of teams would not have played. Right, right. He 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 needs at least one more year, definitely. Um, but they but that's a money grab also. So you know that hey man, this is gonna this is Fox Sports gonna televise this. You know, you're right. gonna make some big cash on this thing. So it's almost like, well, yeah, we're th- we're throwing in the towel of winning the Pac twelve. Let's just play the fucking game, make the money for our school. We all knew it, you know. <laughs> Sports and you know, college football at, at this level is all about the money, but but this year has has definitely highlighted that fact for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm all about the money, and that's why my damn right, and that's why my DFS lineup is about to dominate. All right, who's, who's your quarterback? My quarterback. I'm going to take a shot on an upset special. I think you might back me on this one. I'm going to take a shot on the team that I think is garbage, but <laughs> but traditionally there's a funk about this team and they find ways to win quirky games. Gus Malzahn and Auburn. I'm going to take a shot for 6,500 on Bo Nix. Okay. You, you bad mouthed them all year. <laughs> well, dude, it, let's be honest. I mean, me and Pat were talking about this. Like Auburn's the weirdest team in the nation. Not only this year, I feel like almost every year because they're, I mean, they got their ass whooped by Minnesota last year. And everyone's saying, well, Auburn's a good team. And I'm like, they're a weird team. They're very gimmicky. You know, they'll throw a lot of trick plays out there. They they're just a weird team to me, but they, they get up sometimes. But I, I would say if I had to pick a team that is the most unpredictable in all of college football, and I'm not even talking this, I mean, over the past five years, anything Gus Malzahn coaches to me is 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 crazy. Well, I mean, you know, what you have in your going in your favor is that they have a lot of weapons offensively. You know, they have three nice receivers and a good quality running back, you know. So if if Bo Nix can get them the ball, I don't trust AM. You know, I don't care what their current ranking is. Like, like I guess they're number five in the country, which is sounds crazy. I don't pay attention to that shit. But uh, and, and this could be a high scoring affair. I don't know what to expect. It's a, It's a gamble. But it could, I mean, you gambled last week, you could pay dividends. Did you watch so, any of that? Like, I watched AM LSU last week. I didn't watch it uh, down. I watched that whole game and I sat there and I go, AM's better. I'm not making an excuse, but they just, I just doubt that they can go nine and one because I'm like, they have extreme flaws to me. <laughs> So hey, hey, who who cares if Auburn wins as long as your boy puts up a solid game, which well, I think he does have the capability to do so. Yeah, and he's he's a little mobile. He can get some rushing yards there. Um, so I mean, Bo Nix at sixty five hundred as a value play. All right, all right. Well, I'm going a little bit off the radar too. For seven point nine k, I'm going to go Jack Plummer. 
I not almost Jake went Plummer, with him. not yeah. Jake the Snake. I'm going Jack Plummer. But Jack Plummer from Arizona as well. <laughs> is he? I didn't know that. But uh, dude, the Purdue offense is legit, especially the passing attack. Uh, now, yeah. You know, with especially with uh, Rondale Moore back, I mean, they don't have it. There's there's not a better one-two receiver combo in the country with uh, him and David Bell. And regardless of who's playing quarterback for Purdue, whether it be Jack Plummer or uh, Aiden O'Connell and O'Connell's hurt this game. That's why, you know, Plummer's getting the nod. They're going to put up points and uh, you know, they play Nebraska and Nebraska's giving up over 30 points a game over 425 oh. yards per game. Yeah. So I think it's a good matchup. I think it's a fair price. I like it. I almost went with it. Um, I like it. What was that value on that? How much? 7.9 K. So not, that's what it, I couldn't afford him. I couldn't afford him. I thought about going it. I couldn't yeah. afford him, but uh, I like that play. I thought about going that route um, at running back for me. I got a couple of sec backs as do I, I wonder if we share any, go ahead. Uh, my value running back is Isaiah Spiller against look. I know Kevin Steele. If I'm Kevin Steele, which I think Kevin Steele is a very good defensive coordinator at Auburn. Right. I actually think he's probably the reason why miles on still has a job. If you watched any of that game that I watched, which I would imagine this guy gets paid millions or uh, somewhere around a million. Then he, I think he, the key to beating a and M is making Kellen Mond pass the ball, load the box. But the problem is, is I still think Auburn's replaced a bunch on the D line from a season ago. A and M seasoned on the O line. Isaiah Spiller is the man here. 130. He is the the oil for this engine, buddy. 130 attempts, 784 yards, six touchdowns, and also in the air, he got over 100 yards on the season. So they'll throw a couple screens his way. Totally agree. You know, I said in my column that that uh, came out today that I've been singing Spiller's praises all year long. I I rostered him in like I don't you know the first or the second game A and M played. He was like 4400, and he he's been slowly getting more, more and more expensive every week. But uh, regardless of the, the, the passing attack or lack thereof for Texas A&M, Isaiah Spiller is a beast that will be playing on Sundays. And at only 7.6 K I'll gladly take him as my top running back. My second running back is, and you mentioned Auburn, you know, A&M's opponent this week. Well, A&M's opponent last week was Tennessee and their lead running back, no, Eric no, no, Gray no. It was LSU. ran. Uh, what's, what's that? LSU buddy, Auburn. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about a and M. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Auburn's opponent last week was Tennessee and Eric gray ran for, Oh, I don't know. What did he run for? 173 yards and a touchdown and three balls for 49 yards. That was, so this Auburn defense is, is not that great at stopping the run, which is why I love Isaiah Spiller, but I also love Eric gray. Uh, And he is my second running back uh, out of Tennessee, 7.3 K. Well, and, uh, and Florida's defense is not very good, but by the way, that was, that was Tennessee's last game, but that was two weeks ago because Auburn played Bama this past weekend. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Tennessee's last game. Um, um, I I'm staying with that game, but I'm going to take a shot on the, the a Gator running back in, uh, in Damian Pierce at 80, 80 rushes, 412 yards. Uh, this guy, I mean, he also, I believe is decent in the pass game too. 11 catches hundred. Yeah. He's got a score in the, in the air too. So, um, and, uh, I'm just now noticing also, I do have your guy, uh, 
Uh, oh, never mind. Eric Gray. You, you, no, you didn't. You didn't say Eric Gray. I'm sorry. I mean, you didn't say uh, the guy I was thinking of. Okay. Um, but yes, I have uh, Damian Pierce as the running back for Florida. I think Tennessee. Look, Tennessee's they fired their D line coach. You know why they fired their D line coach? Because they're not very good on defense, especially <laughs> the defensive line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Usually, that's why you that's why you lose a job because you're not very good at it. <laughs> work is hard. Um, but yes, my play is uh, Damian Pierce here. I think he's a value play of just fifty two hundred. So, yeah, those Florida running backs are always a bit of a gamble. A because Trask almost every touchdown that Florida scores is almost through the air. Uh, but I, Hey, I don't mind any gamble with any guy on the Gator offense. Cause it could really pay dividends. Um, all right. So we're, we're, we're through running backs there. We, we both had all sec running backs uh, I, I shared even, one guy different on one. I even Go have, ahead. I even have a running back in the flex at a very low value in, in I do as well from the sec. Uh, mine's that same game that I was in. I went with Florida's backup running back. Uh, wow. I doubled up. Uh, I went with uh, what's his name, Naquan Wright. Forty-two rushes okay. for 156 yards. But Wright actually leads the team in receptions for running back. So uh, I like him. You know, he, I, I highlighted him in my DFS column last week as a as a possible really long shot. I mean, the dude is a he's a playmaker. It's just the question is volume. Yeah. So I, hey, I don't mind the gamble. Once again, I said the same thing about Pierce. You know, I don't mind the gamble when it's a gator. Well, I think Pierce will get his. The question is right, and I'm not even counting on right or right uh, that many rushes. But as long as he can lead the backfield and catches, um, I think there's opportunity to just get a little bit of value out of him. And at 3,600, uh, okay, that, that's all, right. all. That's all I had left. So, <laughs> hey, hey, not a bad play. So with my flex, I also had an SEC running back, not on the Florida Gators. He was 5.5 K and that is Dalvin cooks, little brother, James cook for Georgia. Look, they play Vandy this week. We know with James cook backs up Zamir white. Yeah. But if you watch the Georgia South Carolina game last weekend, did you watch any of that? Uh, no, I mean a little uh, bit, I, I, watched <laughs> I don't like, blame you. It was yeah. blowout. <laughs> but dude, James cook looks legit. Yeah. I mean, I think he had like eight rushes for hundred yards and a couple touchdowns now. So similar to your plays volume, it's risky when there's not a whole lot of volume, but going up against Vanderbilt who just fired their coach. I think the bulldogs are you just, know, just fire their blow coach this team and, out. And, and have a girl kicking for him. I'm joking. <laughs> I wasn't going there, <laughs> but I was thinking it. Uh, so uh, even as a backup, only getting some carries. I think Zamir white will probably get most of the second half off, uh, you know, and therefore James cook will really get things cooking there I in the like second it. half. So I for 5.5 like K that's my flex James cook, Georgia. Uh, look, I'm, I'm all in favor of any, you know, remember that movie commando, the, the, one of the bad guys <laughs> name is cook. So, uh, you know, anyone named cook, I'm all, I'm all for, um, uh, moving down the line for me, wide out wise. I'm going to stay in that Tennessee, Florida game. Going uh, pits. I uh, know he's too expensive for my, my life. I'm going <laughs> Travon Grimes. This guy, uh, he's been a beast for me. The two, the two times I've played him, he's been very good for me. So um, I understand he's the third with pits there. He's the third leading real wide out. But at the same time, <laughs> if you look, he's actually, uh, well, actually uh, uh, Tony actually surpassed him, but he was second in the team in touchdowns prior to last week. But um, 
he still has six touchdowns. So he averages a touchdown every three catches, essentially or for every three to four catches. So Trevon Grimes yeah. is my play here. Um, he's hit or miss, 50- you know, he's either going to have a nice big game or not do a whole lot, but I guess the one thing you're going to do rostering that many Gators is that, you know, at least one of them is going to do well and the others could still do decent. Um, my top wide out is 6.8 K. I mentioned him earlier and I'm stacking him with Jack Plummer. And that is my man, Rondale Moore. Ding, ding, Purdue. ding, ding, ding. I you got, got him, him also Yeah. at 6.8 K that it's a steal, man. Uh, yeah. Look, I know what David bell's doing. It's very impressive. Bell is kind of the possession receiver, but Rondale Moore is a playmaker. And I love how Purdue gets him the ball in multiple ways. You know, they're going to do reverses. They're going to do some handoffs. They're going to do some wide receiver screens. He's electric He's gonna, dude. He's yeah, a man. guy that's just watch him in open, yeah. in an open space with the ball, you know, watch out. He's dangerous. So uh, he's my most expensive wide out like a young Eric Metcalf, right? Not a bad correlation. Okay. Not bad at all. Maybe a Dante hall. I think he's a little bit bigger than Dante hall. Cause but, Metcalf, uh, Metcalf could have, I mean, Metcalf was basically a starting running back on the Brown. Some of those teams too. He's kind of in between the two. Okay. I like but it. I, I will think he'll be playing on Sundays. How about like a Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Well, I gave away Grimes. I have Rondale Moore, just as you mentioned. So my other and last wideout is uh, I'm gonna take you to Fort Worth, Texas. And I think this guy is completely undervalued because he is if they pass the ball, he is basically more than double their top wide out. Uh, and I'm talking about Tay Barber, 30 receptions, 322 yard, or 320 yards to only two scores. Which, but the, I, to be fair, they, it's not like they've had a lot of passing touchdowns, only nine, but um, he has almost double. I mean, got, this guy missed a game too. So he has 30 receptions. The closest receiver is 17. So give me Tay Barber as a, a 5,200 as a value play. Uh, against OK State, I know OK State's solid defensively, but they still give up some points. I like Tay Barber as a player. I'm just worried about that Horn Frog passing attack. Um, but if he's your third receiver, that's not bad at all. If, if he was your, you know, first or second guy, I'd have some question marks. But as a third guy, that's not a bad play. So I have two receivers left, and these guys are pretty cheap. Uh, the first guy is 4.4 K. I'm going Cam Johnson at Vanderbilt. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, I just, I just shat on Vanderbilt. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they're, they're awful. They suck, you know? Uh, and I know Georgia has a good defense, but this is, you know, strictly a volume play at a bargain price. He is Vandy's wide receiver number one. And he's still with all this, the struggles and the turmoil and everything going on in Vanderbilt, he still averages over six catches and 60 yards a game. And at 4.4 K I know they'll be down. They'll be passing. I think he can still carve out a decent game, even against a tough opponent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I like that play. I mean, well, you gotta, what's, what's Ken seals. One of the best names in college football, by the way, quarterback for Vanderbilt, he's a freshman and he's actually flashed and he's actually flashed against some of the better teams. I feel like, I feel like he looked like shit last week against Missouri, but like a couple of weeks prior to that, he looked good against some, some of the better teams in the sec. So I think he had a pretty good game against Florida. I want to say a couple of weeks ago, I think everybody um, has a good game against Florida's defense. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, 
All right. Well, so, and then my, my lowest price guy of the, of the week is only 3.7 K and I'm going to Ames, Iowa, Iowa state Tariq Milton. And uh, like, this is a guy who was out five weeks with an injury, but he came back last week was his first game back and he caught six passes on eight targets. So if I'm getting eight targets at only 3.7 K another week under his belt. So, you know, he, 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 all the cobwebs are gone. He's loose. He has a connection with uh, the quarterback out there. So yeah, for 3.7 K, I think it's a, a pretty good gamble going with yeah. uh, Tariq Milton. Look at, at 3.7 K you gotta be, I know West Virginia has a top five defense, but at the same time, 3.7 K is what it is. You know, exactly. Um, I'm on my super flex as am I shoot. I'm going to a game where I know they need to have a, I think they know they have to blow out Michigan state because there's already rumblings. Well, even though the big 10 might change their rules to fit Ohio state so that they could then make the playoff, which is just such a fucking crock of shit. But um, $10,000 I'm going with our boy, our our boy fields. You know, uh, I think just, just the, the fact that Michigan state I don't think Michigan State's very good. I watched that whole Northwestern Michigan State game, and every, I would say it was more, that game was more about Northwestern losing than Michigan State winning. So Justin Fields, ten thousand dollars. Give me, give me him. I think he's gonna have a huge day. Uh, I mean, he has a huge, a huge day every time he he, he steps on the field. <laughs> so I will never argue with any Buckeye offensive player this year. Uh, unfortunately, I did not have enough money to roster him. I have previously a couple times this year. He, he's a lock for at least thirty points, and and he has potential to really go off and be you know north of forty. But I only had six point eight k left, so I'm going to Stillwater. I'm going with Spencer Sanders. He's had a little bit of a rough year, a couple injuries, missed a few games. He's back. Uh, he returned last week where he threw for 222 and a touchdown while rushing for 78 yards and another touchdown. I love the dual threat here. Um, yeah, the the Oklahoma State Cowboy offense is much better with him in there, and I think uh, you know for a pretty low price, I think he can get a nice game against TCU and probably give me at least a running a rushing touchdown which should put him north of 20 points, uh, which is why I'm rostering him at 6.8 K. I like it. I like it. I can, I can buy, I can buy that. Cause he runs, you know, he gets rushing yards. That's always good. So um, let's, let's uh, well, first before, that, that concludes, that's everyone on your team. Correct. That is correct, man. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. My favorite slates, the night slate, but uh, I'll still probably win during the daytime. I'm, I've been winning <laughs> so much, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm joking, but uh, uh Guys, I want to tell you the college experience DFS show is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Just in time for the holidays. We're teaming up with thrive fantasy. Yes. Us SGP, right? We're teaming up with thrive fantasy for an awesome SGP merch bundle. Send in a screenshot of you joining thrive fantasy promo code SGP. And you'll have a chance to win $100 in SGP merch. Email your screenshot into podcast at Sports Gambling Podcast. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact of the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. 
If it's PGA, MLB, esports, you choose five of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most points, rack up the most, or I'm sorry, hit the most props, rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive is over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with the four times rollover. So download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Don't forget that promo code SGP. All right, here we are in the night slate. My personal favorite, out of like I said, out of all of them, this is my personal favorite. So I'm going heavy on a couple teams, which always, I mean, it's, it's, so that's, it's going to be a hit or miss. It's going to be, I'm going to crush it or I'm going to finish towards the back of the pack, but I'm feeling pretty good. I think, uh, I think, I think I just might crush it. <laughs> so uh, you want to start off? He's your quarterback. Uh, a guy that I, that I put up last week and he got me, he got me solid numbers. And I think once again, they, uh, they kind of had a, t- a really tough first off with opt-outs they got destroyed. Um, especially defensively. I actually think this team is much better than their record indicates this past week. They lost on a, uh, on a blocked extra point. I'm going to take you to Berkeley, California, where if there's one thing that I truly believe is I don't think Oregon is that good. And that's why if you listen to pick Dundee, you, you cashed in on Oregon state on the money line. Now I will say Cal is not that good either. Right. Um, but I don't think Oregon is what they were defensively and chase Garbers coming off of a game. You got to remember this team didn't, they had the, the, uh, the least amount of practices I believe out of anyone in the PAC 12 because the city of Berkeley would not let them play. So I think they're, they're truly, and then their first game, like I said, they had a 24 hour notice for UCLA. Um, they're kind of learning as it goes. Uh, but Garbers last week against Stanford, Nick, and this is a guy that I think, so basically what I'm saying is 2021, watch out for Cal, but um, 20 of 30, 285 yards, only one passing touchdown, but no picks. But here's, here's the thing. He led the team in rushing 72 yards, rushing another rushing score. Chase, chase Garbers is my play. I think he's completely undervalued at 6,500. So give me chase well, Garbers. I love a quarterback that can run in college football DFS. That's why I'm rostering one. He's a bit more expensive than yours, but I'm going 8.9 K DR King. I can't get away from this guy. He's like, you know, the crazy ex-girlfriend who is psycho, but you know, but the she sex is well. great. huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hey, I mean, look, Miami's playing Duke. I'm all about fading Duke. Now it pains me to say it. Uh, but you know, Duke's defense, you know, there, there lots of injuries, lots of, of opt of opt outs. Uh, it seems like any offense playing Duke right now, you want pieces of, and I'm going to have a couple Miami guys on my roster this week. So we'll start with Derek King quarterback, 8.9 K. I thought about going that Brad. I just didn't have enough money, but I like Garbers. I, I had Garbers last week and he did, he did good for me. So when I won that night slate, there you go, man, maybe, <laughs> maybe win another don't Pack change horses. Dark. You don't change horses midstream, Nick. That's what, uh, I've heard. <laughs> uh, what are you doing running back wise? Cause you mentioned Derek King, actually, uh, I guess I'll go here because in that same game and I've played this guy and I know they have a bunch of different running backs, but he's still the leading rusher on the team. Not by much. Cause Derek King's only about 50 yards behind him, but give me Cameron Harris at 5,900. 
95 rushes, 471 yards, uh, five yards of rush, six touchdowns. And he also, you know, he's got 13 catches. This guy's like the fifth, of, the sixth leading receiver on the team. So I got him as well. Yep. I'm right there with you, buddy. You know, uh, you mentioned uh, it's almost a frustrating backfield because he is by far and away the most talented guy, but they still give, you know, like seven, eight to 10 carries to these other two clowns. I mean, it, they're probably solid too, but they're not Cameron Harris. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I think Harris has a, a potential for a big game here. I think he can break off a couple of long runs, even though the volume isn't there. He's not going to get 20 carries. He's going to get maybe 12 to 15. I think he can have a really nice game and the price point 5.9 K I'm all over him. All right. All right. Well, now I do, I do have a more expensive running back. Well, name him. Give me him. Well, as you're, I'm going to your squad. I'm going with Jarek Broussard for the Colorado Buffaloes for 7.7 K because he is the lead dog for the Buffaloes. They're playing Arizona. I think, uh, I mean, this, you know, last week, Broussard, what did he ran for, you know, 32 carries, 124 yards, you know? So I got the home run hitter in Harris and I got, you know, Mr. Reliable high volume in Broussard. I'm loving my backfield here. Well, you got to love this story with Jarek Broussard. You know, I'm a big Colorado Buffalo fan. So he's had uh, two really bad knee injuries and was actually projected. I mean, uh, I'll be honest, man. Th- this is what's great about this Colorado team as a fan, as a buff fan my whole life. Um, he had two knee injuries that were really bad. And so he was coming back thinking he was going to be the fourth fifth string running back other injuries to that position somehow. And he had a good camp. Uh, put him at the starting running back and the guy has never looked back. He's been a complete stud and uh, it's a good story because you know, you get two, two bad knee injuries. A lot of, I mean, some I would, I would imagine some people were telling him, Hey, maybe, maybe you think about uh, just getting your education, but uh, nice, nice personal interest story there. Okay. Did you roster him? (laughs) You're a funny fucking guy. Right. But I was going to say also (laughs) mixing him with their quarterback being a a guy who played safety last year. You have right. this this team full of underdogs, Nick, that got the heart of Rudy Rudiger. All right, <laughs> I don't care. Just give me some points, man. No, I did not uh, uh, list them. I actually I have another buff, but we'll get to him. I'm going to take you to Lexington. Where? What'd you say about your boy Dalvin Cook's younger brother? And and what has the South Carolina's defense done this year? Oh, they're well, especially lately, they are complete garbage. They have quit. I mean, I, you know, those guys are, are they've, they have checked out. <laughs> well, there's one thing I know about Kentucky. <laughs> no, I thought it was one thing, you know, about checking out. <laughs> well, that too. All right. <laughs> uh, Terry Wilson and Joey Gatewood and Bo Allen and whoever other, whatever fucking quarterbacks took snaps. They're not very good. You know Kentucky's passing for the season, all combined, all their quarterbacks, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. <laughs> Is that the worst stat in all of college football? <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, and you know, finish with with why you chose your Kentucky running back. But yeah. I, I will interject after that with my super flex play because. <laughs> It definitely relates to what you're saying. Well, I actually think Chris Rodriguez is a stud. Every time I watch him, I'm like, this guy could play 88 rushes, 562 yards, six touchdowns. He is by far the, if, if they're going to win this game, which we know South Carolina has got a bad defense. So I would expect 
if Stoops is thinking about anything football related, being like, "Hey, we got to run Rodriguez a good amount if we're going to win this fucking game." Their defense sucks. Let's get the guy the ball and let him do his thing. He's still averaging. Here's what's amazing: they know other teams' defenses know Kentucky sucks at throwing <laughs> the ball, right? Well, they suck in general too, but at throwing the ball, and he's still averaging six point four yards a rush. They do. Uh, they they do to to Kentucky's credit, because Terry Wilson's got about three hundred sixty four yards rushing. Um. They do do some option read, and I should add that Rodriguez' stats would be better had he been the starter all season long. But Cavassier Smoke was injured; uh, he was their starter originally when the season started. So, Chris Rodriguez Jr. is my play. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna go out of order and jump to my super flex because he is the man that you just mentioned. I'm going Terry Wilson. <laughs> you know, for only 5.6k, this is uh, very similar <laughs> to your pick of Sims for Georgia Tech last week. Yeah. No, Terry Wilson is not a very good quarterback. <laughs> he he struggles at throwing the ball, which you would think is a prerequisite for a quarterback, but I'm all about fading the South Carolina Gamecock defense. If you, I mean. It, the last few games, people are running at will against these guys. And I think Terry Wilson will probably rack up at least 70, 80 yards on the ground, probably get a rushing score. And maybe he'll throw for a hundred also. Maybe, maybe he'll actually throw a, a, a touchdown. I'm, I'm not sure. It's <laughs> might be a long shot, uh, but for only 5.6 K my super flex is Terry Wilson. And that is strictly matchup based. Well, buddy. I like the, I like the ballsy play here, living on the wild side. I like it. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I, this is the only player I've touched in this game because I don't want any other parts of this game. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say, are we going to whiteouts or did you, did you name your second running back? Uh, yeah, man. We're on whiteout. Who's your top guy? My top wideout price wise. I'm going to take you to Norman, Oklahoma and a guy who leads the team in receiving Marvin Mims. They have a, this offense is getting better as the weeks go. Um, Marvin Mims, 28 receptions, 483 yards, seven touchdowns. He also occasionally they'll run a little reverse or something to him, but um, Mims is the, he's the top receiver receptions wise. And he's also the top receiver yardage wise. So give me Marvin Mims with the Sooners at uh, $6,300 value. I like it. I like it. Well, I am going to pay up because I want to, I want to freaking roster this guy. And I haven't, I, he hasn't been on, on any of my lineups since Jalen Waddle went out with an injury. And I know he's freaking expensive at 9.6 K, but I'm going Devonta Smith with Alabama. Have you seen his stat line? Recently, well, it's I, crazy. I mean, you mentioned Purdue's one, two punch. And I think maybe if there was one other team that could outdo Purdue's one, two punch wideout wise, it would be Alabama, which probably is the case. Uh, he's well, especially if Waddle's healthy. Yeah, 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 exactly. And also uh, just to, to, to tell you that I, my uh, next wideout is in that I, I I'm going with John Mechie, the third. Well, before you get on him, let me finish up <laughs> Devonta Smith here. All right. Don't steal my thunder because your guy's stats is not going to be as good as this the last three games. Seven for 171, two touchdowns versus Auburn. Nine for 144, two touchdowns versus Kentucky. 11 for 203, four touchdowns against Mississippi State. We all know Saban is going to want to crush 
LSU after that shenanigans last year. I think Alabama keeps their foot on the gas and they smoke LSU's ass. I'm talking 62 to 10 or something. Yeah, I think And that- I think yeah, I know it's crazy to spend this much money on a player, especially a receiver, but I said screw it. I want Smith this week, so he better come through for me. All right. So you went John Mechie? I did go Mechie. Mechie still, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, 4900 Dude, gonna- I had Mechie originally and I, I moved things around in order to, to, to upgrade to, 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 to a Smith here. But I dude, Mechie's a good play, man. He's solid. I mean, he's second on the team. I'm saying for 4,900, I think he's completely undervalued. I think he should be uh, yeah. a little higher. Um, 31 catches, 590 yards, six touchdowns. Come on now. Come on now. Um, 5,900. I mean, 4,900. I mean, that's a bargain deal right there. So, uh, and I want pieces of this, but probably Bo Pelini's last game as defensive coordinator. They're going to fire him, I think, after the, after the Alabama drops fifty or fifty or sixty on him. So that is my play there. Um, yes. Yeah, so give me your next uh, wideout, buddy. I'll give you my next two because they play for the same team, and it's your Colorado Buffaloes. And we mentioned them in the podcast last week. So I'm going 4,700 with Levante Chenault and I'm ding, going ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I told you, man, that dude is, he's coming on. So we mentioned two weeks ago or two games ago was his first action and he caught three balls for 60 yards. I think he mentioned he dropped a long one and yeah. his numbers could have been that much better. Yeah. Well, he followed that up with six catches for 64 yards. So well, you know, and, he's and getting more and more every week. You watch more Colorado than me. You tell me why he's this guy is worth rostering. Well, yeah, like I said, he's, he missed. A, he was suspended for a game for I think a DUI or a, or a, or high or I I, th- I think weed's legal now, so it must have been DUI. Um, and then uh, and then also, I mean, look at look at last week. Colorado didn't need to throw the ball much. They they were up the whole game, never trailed, and. Uh, even with that being said, San Diego state's only score was their secondary. And that's because San Diego state always has an awesome defense. They actually lead the country in interceptions over the past, I think six or seven years now. And they have the number two defense in all of college football. So where that stems from is Rocky long's defense. They run a three, three, five, where they have really good defensive back play. So Chenault was able to do that against some of the, I think that some of the, one of the best defensive backfields uh, in college football. So I think there'll be a couple of those guys in the NFL and uh, to get six for 64, uh, Arizona doesn't have, don't have those playmakers that San Diego state has, believe it or not. I know you're thinking San Diego state's just a mountain West team. Well, San Diego state's defensive backfield in general, defensively, they've been pumping out pros. So keep an eye out on, on, uh, on Chenault against the wildcats. And I'm also taking Katie Nixon at 3.8 K against the wildcats. Last week was his first week back and he only caught four balls for 26 yards, but he was targeted seven times. So obviously he's still trying to get on the same page with the new quarterback. I think with the game under his belt, he will do that. And I think Chenault and Nixon are quickly becoming the top two receivers there. Last week was the first week with those two guys on the field. And the other receiver, Stanley only caught one ball for 10 yards. So I think Stanley's falling to number three. Brady Russell, I think, is still out injured. Yeah. So I think Chenault and Nixon are the one-two punch there. 
And the more they play together with the new quarterback, the better they will be. And you can't argue with the price, you know, 3.8 K 4.7 K. So I'm, it's a little risky taking two receivers from the same team, but I'm going to roll that dice. Yeah. You got to roll that dice sometimes, buddy. Well, I had Levante Chenault, like I said, so I've given you all three of my wideouts. I think you've given all three of your wideouts, correct? I have. I'm on flex. My flex is I'm going all the way to Blacksburg, Virginia, my friend. And I'm going to take Armani Rogers because well, he's a stud. And one thing we know, unfortunately, Bud Foster's not at Virginia tech anymore and their w- defensive backfield. Granted, they had opt-outs beginning of the year, but they uh, have given up a ton of yards. Uh, so I'm going to take Armani Rogers at 6,900 at the flex spot against they need and Clemson's almost got to do a little style points thing. So they, I think they might keep the starters in the game a little longer because they're in a vulnerable spot. Same game, same team, different, much less expensive guy, because I did not have the money to spend after spending up for Devonte Smith. I'm going with a receiver for Clemson that uh, possible that most people haven't really heard of, but I think he is emerging there. I think he has, has surpassed Ladson for at least the number three guy. And that is only 3.4 K EJ Williams. Uh, You know, uh, once again, it's, you don't have a whole lot of volume here because he is their number third receiver last week. He did catch three balls for 36 yards and a touchdown. We know Clemson is going to score a lot of touchdowns in this game, probably five or six or so. So I'm hoping EJ Williams, the number third wideout for Clemson, can get one of those. It's a no, little bit of three a shot wideout, in the dark three here, but maybe he'll come through for me. Yeah, um, I actually like that play. I think though, and, and I think they got to keep the foot on the gas a little bit. Unfortunately, with that, with the the way college football aligns itself, but um, well, they're kind of in fu mode now too. Yeah. After you know, we saw that you know, poor Pitt was the recipient of the Clemson anger. You know, after the Notre Dame loss, after sitting out a couple games, after traveling down to Tallahassee after and having Florida that State game pulled, waved the so white I, flag. <laughs> what did you say? After Florida State waved that white flag after they those landed, cow, those coward pussies. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I think they're gonna open up a can of whoop ass on uh, on the Hokies there. You know, so it makes sense to try to grab somebody from that Clemson offense. I I'm on board, man. But before I get to my super flex, I want to tell you guys about our last sponsor. The yes, the college experience DFS show is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but perhaps you don't know how, well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting in an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Whoo. All right. Super flex. You know, I, t- I mentioned it. I hinted at it before, buddy. I think Bo Pelini kind of wishes he was back at Youngstown state where he was the head coach and he left to become DC of LSU. I think he's going to get the ax after this Saturday. Give me Mac Jones at 8,500 to just run rough shot against the tigers of LSU. I like it. Dude, I mean, every week is the guy puts up 
between 20 and 30 points, you know, and like I mentioned when I was, you know, arguing for or stating the case for Devonta Smith, I think uh, Alabama is going to score a lot of points here. So I like it. I already gave you my super flex. I was Terry Wilson of uh, Kentucky. So I'm done, man. I'm, I'm ready to go to go win some money. I'll see you on the, on the, on the fields. All right. Because you are going down. I will bring you down to Chinatown. Am I still allowed to say that quote? And, and I eat green berets for breakfast. Am I still allowed <laughs> to say that? <laughs> Wait, what's that from? That's uh Adam Sandler. I eat green berets for breakfast is from commando. That's right. Damn it. Jeez. Damn it. <laughs> You're slipping. <laughs> what does Sandler say about eating for breakfast in happy Gilmore? I feel like he says something. Uh, is that like the, um, Bob Barker? I, I, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. And he says of. you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Yeah. That's wow. what it is. You that's got is. two opposite movies. Well, actually the, the irony here is I find commando funnier than, uh, <laughs> than happy Gilmore, <laughs> uh, but that's just me. All right. Happy I know. Gilmore was the start of the decline of Adam Sandler. I like the wedding singer more than happy Gilmore, buddy. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Much okay. better replay value. I happy, happy Gilmore. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's a little too cheesy. It's all right. I mean, I, Billy Madison, I think is better replay value than happy Gilmore. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. But it got really bad when like water boy, I mean, that, that shit is unwatchable. I, a lot of fans like water boy though. Patty sees a huge water boy guy. I How thought, do you watch that? Yeah. I can't get on board it's with awful. water boy. Um, <laughs> Or I mean, uh, grownups. Grownups was horrible, dude. Grownups, <laughs> I saw on like a flight or a bus. I don't know where, but I think I was flying to New York City, and I put that on. And I, I, I was sitting next to strangers, and I'm like tapping them on the shoulder, like, "You like this? You like this? It's terrible." <laughs> awful, awful. Um, but I will say that uh, what was that movie where he's like the jewel? The, the yeah, that was good. That was. Uh, good. I forget what the hell it's called. And, but and was actually, good. he's great as a serious actor. Rain on Me was great too. Yeah, actually, I think he's got more potential doing that now, especially as he ages, rather than comedy. So, yeah, yeah, actually, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, yeah, but but the the problem here is we are completely in the minority because every time he does a comedy, it makes like seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh, it just goes to show you how stupid America is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, look. <laughs> We 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 still have a four team invitational, so you are a hundred percent right. There you go. And people seem content with that. Exhibit Un- A. Unbelievable. Anyway, guys, this is the 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 college experience DFS style. We hope you subscribe to the college experience. They're available. We are available on all platforms you listen to podcast at. And if you're a first time listener, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Been doing it for four years now. Uh, been over 500 each season, picking every game and been way over 500 on our locks. We release all of those picks for free. Yes. For free at sports And also all on our Twitter accounts. So uh, yeah, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. Only thing I'm going to try to charge you for is your kindness. I would love it. If you could get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us because essentially that's how we get paid guys. Sponsors. Have often told us over the over the years that they want to see fans engaged, talking about commenting, talking about the podcast that they're about to invest in. So perhaps you leave a review, and all of a sudden, you know, some company says sees that review and says, "Hey, I guess people like these idiots." And then, boom! Next thing you know, we give you more episodes. Next thing you know, you start listening to those episodes, winning more money. 
that old girlfriend that left because she thought you were a sack of shit maybe comes back into your life. You tell her to fuck off because you got more money. You go out there, you get the next girl and, and then you uh, buy a house, you know, have a great life and then, uh, you know, ride off into the sunset and, and die. <laughs> but, Sounds but, awesome. Yeah. Well, we're all, we all got to die. I feel like I, I, I try to remind our listeners this because I don't know. I feel like these millennials and, and like the, I feel like the world forgets that we are going to die. You know what well, I mean? If some, if some people want to wrap themselves up in a bubble for a couple of years, you know, then Hey, they're not living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's my point. And you can tell it with the people that the, the amount of uh, numbers of, of, of kids playing football these days, pretty disgusting. I would be the first parent to let my kid play football because check this out. Life's going to hurt you one way or another. Am I right? Am I right, buddy? <laughs> that's right. Sack up. Yeah. That's this thing is just full of shit anyway. But anyway, uh, yeah. What am I, where am I going with this? If you're kind enough to leave us a review, uh, I'm going to try to match you back in kindness and I will uh, uh, take a screenshot of that review with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on, on Twitter and uh, show me that review you left. And uh, I will enter you in a, in a, uh, in a, a raffle where you're guaranteed to win. All right. We're going to enter you. Uh, it's basically like a, uh, like a Valenzuela election. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or I don't know, some country. <laughs> I, th- I think that's fitting. <laughs> like we know the outcome. You're going to win a college experience t-shirt. It just might take a couple weeks. So at the Colby D on Twitter, uh, Patty C, uh, another co-host of ours on, on uh, he's on Twitter at Patty C831, former JMU Duke. Go talk some shit to him. He's an idiot. And then uh, I love that idiot though. But, uh, but then NC Nick, come on. The guy right here, the DFS got himself. He might've got his ass up on me last weekend, but you know, he's coming back strong. He's coming back heavy. All right. Um, but NC Nick writes a ton of great articles at sports Also, like I said, part of this DFS pod, we do part of everything, every pick, you know, just part of everything. Get the guy a follow already on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K hell of a good guy. Uh, NC Nick, any last words you want to say? Before we- uh, like the Tom Petty song goes, I need a big weekend. <laughs> uh, there we go, man. Don't ever, do, don't ever do karaoke. That's a deep, that's all right? a deep cut. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, NC Nick signing off here. Follow the sports gambling podcast on Twitter at the SGP network. Join the Slack channel for sports gambling podcast. We're talking. You want last second plays for any sport that we're talking me, NC, Nick, Patty, C, all, all of DJ nation, Sean stack and the money green, Ryan, real money, Kramer, all of us in the Slack channel, talking college football, college basketball. Uh, I mean, NFL uh, probably, you could probably talk fucking bowling in there. I don't know that I'm in the bowling chat, but I think there's, there's room for that. Get over to the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. All right. This is the college experience week 14 DFS style. You better start thinking about yours and we out.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.